It's time now for KORN News Radio Sports coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Coverage of the Colonels on KORN being brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Iverson Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Mitchell Roofing and Siding, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office, Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This is a copyrighted broadcast of Mitchell Colonel Basketball as the property of Nedved Media, LLC, solely for the entertainment and non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this event, including a charge for listening without the express written consent of Nedved Media, LLC, is strictly prohibited. Let's now go courtside for coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball in your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN. Here with the play-by-play call, Travis Krenz. And welcome to the world's only Corn Palace here. Travis Krenz with you tonight. Uh, coming up here just after 6 o'clock, getting a little bit behind time uh, for the final doubleheader and the final home game of the regular season here for the Mitchell Colonel boys and girls doubleheader tonight versus the Brandon Valley Lynx. Let's start on the girls' side. Colonel girls, they've lost three in a row after that eight-game winning streak here in the middle of the season. And uh, this is the tough part of the season. Another top-five team here tonight versus Brandon Valley. They're fourth in the latest media poll released yesterday, and they're also fourth in seed points. And uh, pretty solid at number four. Doesn't appear they're going to move up. Doesn't appear they're going to move down. So looks uh, pretty certain Brandon Valley going to be that number four seed as we head to the Sodak 16 coming up here next week. Uh, meanwhile, for Mitchell, they're 9-9. Nine and nine. They've lost their best player, Sawyer Stabner, due to a back injury, so she'll be out for the rest of the season. Should need about three months of recovery. Again, she hurt that back at Sioux Falls Jefferson a few weeks ago. Played two games after that, played well, but was in a lot, a lot of pain, and uh, the Colonels decided, hey, let's uh, shut her down. She's in a lot of pain. So Sawyer Stabner with her back injury, seemingly out here for the rest of the season. Since then, been a little bit of a bit of a struggle here for the Colonels. Colonels lost last weekend out in Rapid City. They lost to Rapid City Stevens, 69-35. And they also lost to Rapid City Central on Saturday afternoon, 59-23. So offense has definitely been an issue when you take away the 15-16 points per ball game that Sawyer Stabner averages. Uh, Colonels, they were back at home last Tuesday night. They took on the number one team in the state, Sioux Falls, Washington. Could only muster 18 points in a 55-18 loss to Washington. That was the game that ended the Colonels' eight-game loser winning streak, and since then they have lost three in a row. So we'll see what the Colonels can do tonight against, again, one of the better teams in the state, number four, Brandon Valley. They're at 14-4 on the season. They were in action Thursday night. They took on Spearfish, defeated the Spartans in a low-scoring ball game, 45-35. Uh, to 35. Only four losses on the season for Brandon Valley. It's come against number one, Washington. It's come against the two Rapid City schools and also against Watertown. So we'll see. Uh, can the Colonels score? How will they be able to score points here tonight and for the rest of the season without Sawyer Stabner? Uh, your officials here tonight, it's Lee Taylor, John Garrow, and Jeff Haffler, your officials for the girls' game. Coming up here next, we'll talk with head coach uh, Cole Knippling, get his pregame thoughts as well. The first of two games tonight, we should be close to about uh, 8 o'clock with tip-off 
of the boys' game here tonight. Plus, it is senior night, final home game uh, of the regular season uh, for the Mitchell boys. Mitchell boys, they'll host a Sodak 16 game coming up next Saturday night. That's next uh, Saturday, first Saturday in March. And the Mitchell girls, this will be it. This will be the last home game uh, for the three seniors for Mitchell. That's Sarah Siebert, Caitlin Christensen, and Aaliyah Howard. We're back in a quick 30 seconds with head coach Cole Knipling. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Basketball tonight on KORN. Let's say somebody calls and says he's from the IRS. He says you owe taxes and you need to pay right away by getting a gift card at the store. Should you do it? No, it's a scam. Government agencies will never make you pay with a gift card. If you've paid with a gift card, contact the company that issued the gift card right away and contact the South Dakota Attorney General's Office of Consumer Protection, 800-300-1986. Mitchell Colonel Pregame Show here, doubleheader tonight. Senior night, last regular season games at the Corn Palace, taking on the Brandon Valley Lynx. Uh, girls game up first, head coach Cole Knippling joins us. Coach, senior night, uh, you get down to your three seniors, Sarah Siebert, Aliyah Howard, Caitlin Christensen. How important is it to to honor those uh, those girls here tonight? Oh, it's very important. I, it's, it, we can't state just how much they really do for us on and off the court. Now they've been really good leaders this year. Um, have contributed a ton to the program over their three years that I've been here, and so um, just trying to show our appreciation for them and hopefully get them to go out on a happy note would be great. You got Brandon Valley here tonight. Another good team. Probably your best win last season was at Brandon Valley. Uh, how how different are they? And they've got they've got some very good players over there in Brandon. Yeah, they still got the Barons girl who is going to SDSU. I think that's where she's committed. Mm-hmm. Um, really tall, athletic, can shoot the three, can really pass well. So we we got our work cut out for her with her. But they also have some other players too. They got a really nice post player. I think that's going to Mount Marty to play with Macy and and Cameron. So um, they got a couple different ones, but. After the three teams we played last week, I, you know, I feel like there's some ways we can compete with this team and hopefully do some good things. Do you do many uh, crunching of the numbers here with two games left? You're about a half uh, seed point ahead of Harrisburg for that 11 seed. Have you looked at the numbers, or just we'll wait on Friday, Saturday, see what happens? You know, last night I, I've been trying to avoid doing it, but last mm-hmm. night I finally sat down and did it. And honestly, to me, if I'm doing my math right, which I think I am, we could be anywhere from the 8 seed to the 11th seed. I do not think we drop okay. below the 11th seed because Harrisburg plays Watertown, and so based off of you know who wins that game or not. But honestly, I think even if Harrisburg were to win both games, I don't think they can catch us. They'd be short by a few points. So, um, so we're, we're definitely at least an 11th seed. So we're going to stay away from those top five. Um, but but honestly, like we, if, if things go right, we could end up playing Sioux Falls Lincoln in the eight nine game, which would probably be my my favorite matchup but we'll see what happens yeah a lot to decide here at least you probably won't have to go to rapid city rapid city central seems pretty mm-hmm. uh, uh solidified in that number five spot so uh, likely a trip somewhere east uh, to sioux falls yeah. uh, who knows where uh coming up here next week uh, so your statement of course has been out that was the big news here a week or so ago uh what have you done how have you adjusted to to filling that big void yeah i think right now what we're trying to do is offensively, we're trying to figure out who we, who we play through. You know, Sawyer, she was either driving into the paint or we were throwing it into her in, in a post-up in the paint. And I would say about 90% of our offense was flowing through Sawyer at some point in time in the possession. And so you can tell just based off of our scores from last week, we have not figured out a way to fill that void yet. But I really feel like 
Um, we can play through Caitlin Christensen in the post. I, I think that we need to do a better job of that than what we did last week. We spent a lot of time last night on getting her post-ups and her being aggressive, not just throwing it right back out, but putting the ball on the floor and attacking and either going to score um, or creating that, drawing that second defender and making the open kick out. So I hope we can do that. I think that uh, Lauren Van Overshield, she's got the ability to kind of take over the driving aspect of what um, – we did with Sawyer. So I, I think if those two can start to fill the roles of the driver and the post-up player um, that we kind of played through Sawyer, that would really help out a lot. We've all got help with the rebounding. We've just been getting killed on the boards the last three games. So part of that's because we're playing some pretty high-level athletes, but also we're missing Sawyer there too. And how do you kind of evaluate these last couple of weeks? Because, I mean, you, you've played Washington. They they might win it all, and you've played the Rapid City schools. They're <laughs> going to be top four or five seeds. I mean, how, how do you evaluate this thing when it all comes down to next Friday night? You win that game, you're in the state tournament, and you got a couple tough games this week. Uh, but, but, I mean, you, you've played the, the best teams here over the past couple of weeks. You know, that's the hard part is trying to keep the girls motivated and understanding that, you know, you've done enough work. You don't have to go through those teams to get to state. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you can kind of get this jaded view of what this new team is without Sawyer because we're getting our butts kicked by, like you said, arguably the best um, three of the best four teams in the state kind of deal. So, um, but, but trying to get them to keep moving forward and realizing that the team that they're going to go against to get to state is not going to be that caliber. They're going to be um, not having a Division One athlete that's mm-hmm. killing you on the boards like each of the last three teams did. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Hopefully we can keep them going. I feel like they're still practicing hard. They're still trying to get, get things fixed. So as long as their attitude's good, I think we still got a shot. Senior night tonight, doubleheader at the Corn Palace. Starts with the girls' game up next here against Brandon Valley. Coach Cole Knippling joins us. Coach, good luck tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. As we get towards the end of the regular season, again, the final two games here of the year for, for most of the teams in Class AA. Uh, Huron, they host a number one O'Gorman tonight, another uh, another uh, AA matchup. Uh, Harrisburg, they will be hosting Watertown, and a peer will be at Sioux Falls Jefferson. Also, uh, Yankton, they are hosting Brookings tonight in a, another AA contest. Uh, plus, uh, around the state, Class A and Class B girls basketball, they started their region tournaments with some first-round matchups last night, and we really uh, kick it into gear here with the region tournament quarterfinals here tonight. Uh, let's start in Region 3A, uh, quarterfinal tonight between number 4, Tri-Valley, and number five, McCook Central Montrose. A lot of action in Region 5A tonight. A lot of these teams were Class B teams last year. Hanson, Mount Vernon Plankington, Sanborn Central, Woonsocket, all those teams, they all make the move up, and they've all been pretty uh, good in uh, Class A this season. Uh, we've got two of those games for you here. One of them on Q1073 coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. It's the three-seed Mount Vernon Plankington taking on the six-seed Andy Central Dakota Christian. ACDC as the sixth seed. They're at 14 and six. That's really, really good for a sixth seed as they take on 15 and five Mount Vernon Plankington. Also tonight, seven o'clock on Corn Country 92-1, the number four seed Hanson. Uh, they will take on the number five seed Sanborn Central Woonsocket. Those two teams, they combined 31 and nine on the season. Hanson, they've only lost four games. And Sanborn Central Woonsocket, they've only lost five. So, again, that game is tonight, 7 o'clock on Corn Country 92-1, plus the 2-7 and seven matchup in Region 5A. It's the number two seed, Parkston, at 15-5. and five. They take on the seven seed, Bon Home. So it should be a good night of basketball, Region 5A. We have two of those games 
on Q1073 and Corn Country 92-1. Uh, Region 4B tonight, uh, Class B quarterfinals. Region 4B, uh, eight seed Canastota. They take on the number one seed Coleman Egan as uh, Canastota. They knocked off Mitchell Christian last night. Uh, the four seed Howard, they'll take on number five, Del Rapid St. Mary. The two seed Ethan at 14 and six. They will uh, play at home versus Chester area. And the three seed Bridgewater Emory at 12 and eight. They are hosting the number six seed Oldham Ramona Rutland. And also tonight, Region 5B, uh, four versus five matchup. Scotland travels to Freeman. And in Region 6B tonight, the two seed Platt Geddes, uh, they will host the seven seed Burke. Number four, Gregory will take on Wessington Springs, the five seed. And the number one seed in Region 6B, that being Corsica Stickney, uh, they will take on the number nine seed, Kimball White Lake. Kimball White Lake, they knocked off Trip Delmont Armor last night, 41 to 29. So we'll keep you updated on uh, those games. Again, we've got the Colonel Girls here coming up at 6 o'clock, just a couple minutes away. Then the Boys game to follow around 7 735 here tonight. Senior nights uh, here at the Corn Palace as well. Uh, Mitchell Colonel Girls going to be honored at halftime of the Boys game. And uh, right before the Boys game, they will honor the uh, Mitchell Colonel Boys basketball seniors, uh, three seniors on each team here this season. We'll take a quick timeout, come back here, senior night at the Corn Palace. It's Mitchell Girls basketball up next versus Brandon Valley here on KORN. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. Mitchell Colonel Girls basketball here tonight. First end of a doubleheader between the Colonels and the Brandon Valley Lynx. I'm Travis Krenz and kind of a special uh, senior night, of course. It's senior night here for the Colonels. And they dim the lights, get the spotlight out. Something a little bit different here uh, for senior nights. The Colonels at 9-9. Nine and nine, That 11 seed right now in seed points with two games to go. Brandon Valley, they're number four in seed points. They're at 14-4. and four. Colonels, they'll start three seniors, including Aaliyah Howard, 5'4 guard, Sarah Siebert, 5'7 guard, and Caitlin Christensen, the 6'0 forward. Lauren Van Overshield, the freshman, 5'4, she's a guard, and Taylor Giblin, the junior at 5'6, also a guard. Colonels in their home white uniforms with the black numbers and black and gold trim. For Brandon Valley, the Lynx, uh, they'll start to Tessa Boar, she's a 5'6 senior guard. Kylie Foss, 5'6", senior guard. Hillary Behrens, the SDSU uh, commits. She's a 6'1", junior. Also, Taylor Steeman, a 5'10", senior. And Sydney Thuey, a 6'1", senior. Black uniforms, red numbers, and trim as we are underway here at the Corn Palace at 20 minutes after 6 o'clock. Behrens and Brandon Valley, they win the tip-off. They move across the Corn Palace floor from right to left. Pass stolen by uh, Lauren Van Overshield. There was a drive by Kylie Foss on the left side. She was stuck on the baseline and threw it uh, back in the middle of the court. So there by the free throw line, nobody there except Lauren Van Overshield. So a turnover for Brandon Valley, their first time out. Man-to-man defense here as Siebert loses it. We'll get a steal. This will be a steal by Brandon Valley. Layup is no good. Tessa Boar misses, but the putback is 
by Kylie Foss. So both teams turn it over on their first possession. Brandon Valley misses their first shot, but puts it back up off the offensive board from Kylie Foss. So one nearly stolen again. Siebert has it in the backcourt, and they got to get it out, and it's going to be a backcourt violation. Yeah, that was uh, two seconds past the uh, shot clock violation there. Got to get it, uh, or the uh, backcourt violation. Got to get it above half court here in 10 seconds. And we were at uh, 23 on the shot clock. So two seconds by. So two turnovers on the first two possessions here for Mitchell. Again, points have been hard to come by without uh, Sawyer Stabner here last uh, week. Three games. Colonels lost all three of them. Long two at the top of the key for Tessa Bowar off the mark. Rebound Mitchell. Minute gone by. 2-0 Brandon Valley. Can the Colonels keep this a low-scoring ball game? And something in the 30s would be preferable. Drive by Van Overshield. Middle of the lane. Sheet falls down. She was fouled. 6.42 to go here, opening quarter. First foul on Brandon Valley. It will be on Kylie Foss. Her first. Oh, thank you. Can you get to the free throw line? Can you get some manufacturers, some points elsewhere? Can you hit some three-pointers? Siebert throws it in. Here's Taylor Giblin. Giblin drives right side, gets it, stops her dribble about 10 feet out. She's stuck underneath the rim and throws it away. Barron's on the steal. Barron's. She'll go coast-to-coast coast on Siebert. And the shot no good, and we'll get a foul. Sarah Siebert awfully good under the basket defensively, but will pick up the blocking foul. Hillary Barons to the line to shoot a pair. That's the first foul on Mitchell. Will be assessed to Siebert here with 6.31 to go in the opening quarter. Barons, uh, she looks like a player. Uh, future Jackrabbit, only a junior. She's at 6-1, averaging 16 points per ball game. Better than one of the better players in the States. And she will make both free throws. Barron's 2-2 two two from the line. 4 to nothing. Brandon Valley ahead here. 6.25 left opening quarter. Giblin gets it through some uh, man-to-man pressure. Sieberts on the left side. Picks up her dribble. Loses it momentarily. Picks it up near half court. Giblin has it at half court with 20 to shoot. Some stifling man-to-man defense. Van Overshield underneath gets it to Christensen. Layup is no good on the right side. Rebound for Brandon Valley. And Van Overshield will pick up the foul underneath the baskets. And she fouls Kylie Foss. Oh, uh, two minutes into this one, 4-0 Brandon Valley. Two fouls here on the Colonels. And Colonels, uh, first shot attempt. Christensen missed that layup right side. First shot. Colonels have gotten up here tonight. Here's Brandon Valley Thuey at the top of the key. Here's Boar, cross-court pass. Here's a left-side drive. This one, a little bit long by Foss. Off the mark, no good. Rebound by Christensen. Colonels bring it up. Down 4-0 here. 5.40 to go opening quarter. Giblin throws it left side to Aaliyah Howard. Now a little bit of a 2-3 zone by the Lynx. And the Colonels pass it around, find that open shooter. And Overshield knocked away on the right edge. She'll drive right side. Wild shot, no good. She'll get it back. Get it to uh, Christensen on the right side before it's knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Brandon Valley here with 10 to shoot. Eddie Simpson, first one off the bench for Mitchell as Aaliyah Howard will take a seat with 5.20 to go. 10 to shoot for the Colonels, only trailing 4-0 here in the opening three minutes. Giblin to throw it in. Gets it right side to Siebert. Simpson top of the key. Six to shoot. Here's Giblin right side. Four to shoot. Three. Drive by Giblin left side. Knocked away. And it will be a shot clock violation here with 5.11 to go. 
In our three minutes into this one, Colonels have only put up one shot. They've got two turnovers. They have a shot clock violation. An offense has just been a struggle, obviously, without your best player, Sawyer Stabner. Here's a drive by Barons. Gives it off on the right baseline for Boar. Now back at, about <coughs> back out to half court for Foss. 18 to shoot. Cross court. Here's a long two, and we get a foul as Taylor Steeman will go to the line to shoot two. Foul on Mitchell, already their third, here with 4.52 left in the first. That's the second already on Lauren Van Overshield, so the freshman in some early foul trouble. Looks like she caught Steeman across the wrist on that long two on the right edge. Steeman misses the first one. She'll get a second. So Van Overshield will check out. The freshman's got two fouls. We see Delaney Dagan come off the bench, the 5-4 sophomore guard. 4-0 Brandon Valley. Steeman, her second one is good. So Taylor Steeman on the board for Brandon Valley. They leave 5-0 here. 4.45 to go in this opening quarter. Defense has been pretty good for Mitchell. They've only given up one uh, field goal here in the first three and a half minutes. Cole Knippling calls a timeout. All things considered, not too bad. It's 5-0 Brandon Valley here with 4.43 to go in this first quarter. Colonels call a timeout. We will as well. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Basketball tonight on KORN. You couldn't always catch a game at Cadwell Park. Or take the afternoon off to get in a round of disc golf at Dry Run Creek. And before First Dakota filed the first charter in 1872, you couldn't bank in South Dakota. Every timeless institution, tradition, and thriving business was started somewhere by someone who had a dream and the passion to make it happen first. What will be your South Dakota first? Visit firstdakota.com slash first. Member FDIC. Mitchell Colonel basketball tonight here at the Corn Palace. Travis Grins with you riding solo. 4 to, uh, 4.40 to go here. Colonels will call a timeout. Trying to get something going offensively. Trailing here, Brandon Valley 5 to nothing. 2-3 zone here for Brandon Valley. Siebert at the top of the key now. Left side to Delaney Dagan. Seamson at the top of the key now with 10 to shoot. And the Colonels get a three-pointer. Move that ball around the perimeter. Seamson loses it momentarily. Here's a three left side for Giblin. That's what you're looking for. Taylor Giblin for three to get Mitchell on the board here with 4.10 to go in the quarter. 5-3, Brandon Valley with the lead. That's the 79th three-pointer on the season. They get it down low to Barons. Barons lays it up over Christensen. Uh, four points for Barons. And the Colonels need 100 three-pointers on the season to get that $1,000 bonus from Mitchell Roofing and Siding. They get $3 for every three-pointer that they make, and they've got 79 of them thus far. Pass intercepted here by Barons. Barons will make another layup. Another turnover for the Colonels. Barons has six in that Brandon Valley lead now up to six at nine to three. 3.35 to go. Some pressure here by Brandon Valley again. Colonels can't handle it. Tipped away and stolen. Here's Foss. Foss will put it up and she'll get a couple free throws. Driving on the left side of the baseline. 3.30 to go. Again, Colonel's got that three-pointer from Giblin. Got him within two. But a couple of uh, quick baskets here for Brandon Valley. Siebert picks up her second personal. Fourth on Mitchell here with 3.30 to go in this first quarter. Foss at the line makes the first. Some substitutions here for Brandon Valley. They'll bring in Jada Metzger, a 5'5 junior, along with Kennedy Deckert, a 5'6 sophomore. And Brandon Valley will go about four deep on the bench. 
Foss at the line. She misses the uh, second of her free throw, so she's got three points tonight. Seven-point lead for Brandon Valley, their largest tonight here with 3.20 to go in the first quarter. 10-3 Brandon Valley. Again, still in that 2-3 uh, zone. Seamson gives it to Siebert. Three at the top of the key. That one's too strong. Rebound tipped around. Brandon Valley and Kylie Foss will bring it up. Cross-court pass left side. Giblin goes for the steal instead. She'll pick up the foul. Yeah, she collides and knocks down number three. That's Kennedy Deckert. Fouls have been an issue for Mitchell here. 3.06 to go. That's the fifth foul already on Mitchell in the first five minutes. First one on Giblin. So defense has got to stay steady here, and you can't get to Brandon Valley in the bonus too early in this first half. Cross court, pass, three in the left uh, corner. That one is good by Tessa Boar. Three in the corner in front of the Colonel bench. An 8-0 Brandon Valley run. They're up by 10 here with 2.40 to go. First quarter, Giblin gets it past half court. Has it at the top of the key. Throws it left to Van Overshield. Now in the lane to Siebert. Top of the key. Now right side. Down low to Christensen. Christensen spins. Kicks it out. Seamson cranks a three. That one's wide right. Long rebound for Kali Foss. Here comes Brandon Valley again. 2.15 to go here in the first quarter. It's a 10-point Brandon Valley lead. Deckert dribbles right to the top of the key. Now passes it in the left corner to Metzger. Foss thinks about a three on the right baseline. That one's no good. That one tipped away as Van Overshield gets a hand on it. Seamson to the ground. Or that's a, yep, Seamson to the ground here with 10 to shoot. Brandon Valley maintains possession. Deckert on the drive. She is stuck. She'll lose it. Christensen gets a hand on it. Layup underneath, and they bail her out with two seconds to go. Colonels played great defense, but Christensen picks up the foul. That'll send Jada Metzger to the line, shooting two. 33 seconds, that's some pretty good defense right there. Christensen frustrated. Picks up her first personal foul. Six here in the first quarter already as Metzger scores off the bench, the 5-5 junior. Hillary Barons checks back in for Brandon Valley as Kylie Foss checks out. Giblin and Seamson out for Mitchell. Uh, Aaliyah Howard checks back in, along with Van Overshield. 14-3, Brandon Valley up big here. Minute 52 to go. Both free throws by Metzger is good. Five Brandon Valley players have already scored. Giblin has that one basket for Mitchell, a three-pointer. Howard past half court. A 10-0 run here to close out this first quarter. Minute 35 to go. And scoring for Mitchell. Been so, so tough here the past week. Siebert on the right wing. Now at the top of the key to Van Overshield. Colonels with 10 to shoot. Aaliyah Howard at the free throw line. Pushes it right to Christensen. Christensen underneath. Left side. And she will pick up the foul. They foul Caitlin Christensen. As the Colonels will go to the line for the first time tonight. Minute 23 left here opening quarter. It's 15-3 Brandon Valley. Second foul on the links. It will be assessed to Paisley Hoff. Hoff, a 5-4 sophomore off the bench. Christensen's first free throw is good. Her first points tonight, and that ends that 10-0 Brandon Valley run. Giblin back out there along with Maddie Kemp. She'll check in, the 5-4 sophomore. Delaney Dagan to the bench, and Seamson, the 8th grader, will also check out. Christensen, second free throw, is good. 2-2 two two from the line for Christensen. 
15 to 5. Colonels down by 10 here with a minute 15 to go in this opening quarter. Long and lanky Barons at 6-1 can handle the ball as well. Kicks it right side for a three. That's good for Tessa Boar. Boar with two threes in the quarter. She's got a game-high six points. And just like that, it's 18-5. Brandon Valley. Aaliyah Howard loses it. She gets knocked down as well. Another Mitchell turnover. Kick it right side. Barons rocket pass underneath for a layup by Boar. Boar on the layup. She's got eight points in the quarter. It's now 20-5. Brandon Valley blowing out Mitchell here on senior night. And the Colonels throw it away. Some full court pressure. Giblin trying to throw it right to Maddie Kempf out of her reach. And too many turnovers, too many fouls here in this first quarter. Only five points, only one made field goal. 35 seconds to go. Brandon Valley ball up by 15. Three-pointer off the mark, no good in the right corner. But a long rebound by Boar. Rocket pass underneath to Thuey. Colonels come up with it here, no shot clock. 20 seconds to go. See if the Colonels can hold for final possession here and cut into this 15-point Brandon Valley lead. Leah Howard drives left side, kicks it back out to Sieberts. Giblin on the right side. 10 seconds to shoot here in the quarter. Siebert loses it, now gets it to Kemp at the top of the key. They go to the ground. It'll be a tie-up jump ball. Possession arrow towards Mitchell here with 4.4 seconds to go. 20-5. Brandon Valley with a commanding lead. It is Mitchell Ball, but everybody's uh, thinking that it's Brandon Valley Ball. They're lining up like the Lynx are going to get it. Not so fast. That's Mitchell Ball. Four seconds to go. Siebert in front of the Brandon Valley bench here in the half court. Giblin at the top of the key. Giblin right side. Desperation shot. Nearly made it off the back iron. And that's how the quarter will end. 20-5. Brandon Valley with the lead here. It was 5-3. That's a 15-2 run here by Brandon Valley to end the first quarter. Hillary Barons with six. Tessa Boar with eight for Brandon Valley tonight. We're back in 60 seconds. Second quarter coming up next. You're listening to Colonel Basketball tonight on KORN. This is JR of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer, and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iversons in Mitchell and Huron or online at iversonauto.com. Mitchell Colonel Basketball tonight live at the Corn Palace. I'm Travis Krenz here, girls game to kick us off tonight. 20-5, Brandon Valley leading here. Now a very good Brandon Valley team. Fourth ranked in the latest media poll and number four in seed points. 20-5, Brandon Valley with the ball. Thuey underneath, scoreless, no longer. Sydney Thuey, the 6-1 post player, uses her left hand to lay it in. It's now 22-5 here, Brandon Valley. Early second quarter. An overshield left side, Christensen. Free throw line jumper on the left elbow is no good. Rebound underneath by Taylor Steeman. She'll get it out to Foss. Foss will push it right side. Barron's beautiful pass. Left corner, wide open three. No good by Boar. Rebound underneath here for Caitlin Christensen. And see why Hillary Barron's going to SDSU. Aaron Johnson got himself a, another good in-state recruits. 
Siebert on the right wing. Colonels, everything is around the perimeter here for Mitchell. Trying to pass it around in that 2-3 zone that the Lynx have played, played primarily in this first half. Seamson left corner. Here's Christensen left side inside to Van Overshield. Siebert three in the right corner. Pretty good look. Too strong. Off the mark. Rebound here for Hillary Behrens. 6.45 to go in the half. It's 22-5. Thuey underneath looking for position. She'll throw it away to Van Overshield. Van Overshield with her second steal tonight, and she'll be fouled. As the 6-1 Sydney Thuey just barrels into the back of Van Overshield at half courts. It'll be Thuey's first foul, team's third here on the links. Boar checking out for Brandon Valley. She's got eight points, including two from deep. She'll check out, and we'll see Jada Metzger. Metzger, the 5-5 junior, made a couple of free throws in that first quarter. Van Overshield at the free throw line, right side, loses it. She drives, stops her dribble, kicks it back out. It's tipped around and stolen by Brandon Valley, and we get a foul. 6.22 to go. This will put Brandon Valley at the line as they are in the bonus. 17 fouls on Mitchell with 6.22 to go in the half. It'll be the foul on Christensen, her second, team seventh. And Metzger to the line for the second time tonight. Metzger to shoot two, or a one and one, I should say. First one is good, so she will get a second. Out there for Mitchell right now, it's Giblin along with Van Overshield, Siebert, Christensen, and Addie Seamson. Here, five on the floor for the Colonels. One and two from the line. Metzger misses that second one. 23 to five. Brandon Valley now on an 18 to two run. Going back to the first quarter. Giblin top of the key. She loses it and double dribbles. So that'll be another turnover here on the Colonels. Again, Mitchell last week, uh, I think against Washington, they were 5 of 40 for the ball game. They scored only 18 points. So when you're averaging one made shot per quarter, it's going to be a struggle. Cole Knippling trying to get some energy here. Clapping, getting some energy, trying to get something going. It's 23 to 5. Brandon Valley with the lead here with six minutes to go in this first half. Nice pass underneath. Thuey layup left side good. Beautiful pass there by Hillary Behrens. Thuey with a, a couple of layups here in the second quarter for the Lynx. She's got four. And that lead as large as it's been. 20-point lead here for Brandon Valley at 25-5. Then Overshield underneath. She'll fall down and will get a travel. And another Mitchell turnover. As Van Overshield, she was sandwiched there underneath by a couple of Brandon Valley Links in those black road jerseys. 5.30 to go in the half. It's 25-5. to five. Brandon Valley up here by 20. Colonels have not scored here in this second quarter. Thuey gets it underneath to Barron. She falls down. No foul as Siebert or Seamson comes up with it. She'll get it to Giblin to uh, get it past half court. So a turnover there by Barron as she falls down. No call either way. Van Overshield drives right side underneath. Lays it in. That one no good. Just off the back iron. Five minutes to go. Here comes Brandon Valley. They kick it out. Metzger fakes a three in the right corner. Instead, left corner three. Wide open. That's an air ball, though, by Steeman. Rebound by Siebert. 4.50 to go here in this opening half. It's 25-5. to Brandon Valley, Giblin at the top of the key. She's got the one made basket for Mitchell tonight. That was a three-pointer last quarter. 
Giblin top of the key, left to Seamson. Now Christensen on the left baseline. Giblin, three at the top of the key, wide left, no good. Last touch by Brandon Valley. So a fresh shot clock and a second chance for Mitchell. Giblin and Seamson will check out. Maddie Kempf and Aaliyah Howard back in for the Colonels. 4.29 to go in the half. 25-5, Brandon Valley. Aaliyah Howard throwing it in underneath her own basket. Gets it into Seaburn at the top of the key. Now at the free throw line. Looking to get rid of it. Passes it right to Howard. Howard drives. Takes a couple steps inside the arc. Stops there. She's got to get rid of it. Hands it off to Maddie Kempf with 20 to shoot. Kemp drives the baseline. She's stuck under the basket. Finds Howard, but it's stolen. Stolen by Brandon Valley and Foss. Foss gets it to Thuey. That one missed it on the wide open layup. Well, the Colonels got uh, away with one there. 3.55 to go here. It's still 25-5. Brandon Valley. Then Overshield now at the top of the key. Dribbling right. Good defense on uh, by Metzger. Passes it off to the left wing for Siebert. 15 to shoot. Siebert left side gets rid of it. It's tapped away. Away from Christensen and Foss comes up with it. Fast break for Brandon Valley. Foss, awkward shot left side. No good. Rebound by Foss and she loses it. Out of bounds. So Brandon Valley getting some quick possessions here. Can't able, not able to capitalize. Low scoring ball game, low scoring quarter. It's only 5 to nothing. Brandon Valley in the second quarter. It's 25 to 5. Brandon Valley with 3.31 to go. In this first half, we'll take a timeout. We're back in one minute from the Corn Palace. Ah, why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Whoa, hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! Oh, oh. Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Slide, 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 Collins! Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org orthopedics. I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. Colonels call a timeout here, trying to get something going offensively. It's been a struggle here these past three games without Sawyer Stabner, obviously. 3.31 to go in the half. Colonels have just five points. They've made just one shot here in the first uh, nearly uh, 12 minutes of this ball game. 12, 13 minutes. 25 to 5. It was 5 to 3. Since then, it's been... A 20-2 run. Another steal here by Brandon Valley. Colonels turn it over again at the top of the key. They throw it right corner. Colonels defense has been all right here against one of the better teams in the state. Here's a corner three by Deckert. She connects on the right corner. Kennedy Deckert off the bench. A 5-6 sophomore. Makes it 28-5. Seven different players have scored for Brandon Valley. They've got seven points, uh, six points off the bench here. Then overshield three, right corner. That one is no good. Colonel still stuck on five points here with 2.40 to go 
in the half. Here's another three by Deckert. Now on the right corner. That one is no good. Another quick shot here for Brandon Valley. Seabert's on the rebound. 2.25 to go. Colonels just uh, with maybe, you know, four or five possessions left here in the half. Can they score for one? Can they get to double digits here before the half? 28-5. to five. Bullet pass to Van Overshield right side. Oh, nice shooter's roll right there as Van Overshield's layup on the right side rolls in. Assist to Sieberts here at 28-7. Two minutes to go in this first half. Metzger fakes the three. They kick it back out to Boar, who's got a couple of long ones tonight. Foss in between. Thought she traveled. Nope. Misses the left-handed layup. Rebound for Van Overshield. 145 to go. Colonels trailing here by 21 points. 28-7. And Overshield at the top of the key. Here's Aaliyah Howard, who is scoreless tonight. Minute 35 to go. 20 on the shot clock. Caitlin Christensen on the right corner on the baseline. Colonels working around left side to Van Overshield, but it's knocked out of bounds with 13 seconds to shoot. Colonel's going to make a substitution here. Taylor Giblin checking in for Van Overshield with a minute 29 to go in this first half. Maddie Kemp, she'll throw it into Giblin. Colonel's got to go here, only 10 seconds to shoot. Giblin left wing. Five seconds to go. Aaliyah Howard inside to Christensen. you got to put it up. Three to beat the buzzer by Giblin. That one is an air ball. It's going to be another shot clock violation here for the Colonels. 1.15 to go. 28 to 7. Brandon Valley up here by three touchdowns. Barons at 6 1 brings it up. Goes right side to Boar. Nice backdoor pass. Boar to Barons and quickly gets rid of it. A hot potato to Sidney Thuey, who was fouled. Very good Brandon Valley team. Don't know if they can compete with the likes of Washington and O'Gorman even though they did uh, beat O'Gorman in the uh, season opener back in December, but that was three months ago. Eighth foul on Mitchell sends Thuey to the line. Thuey misses the first one. Maddie Kempf will pick up the foul for the Colonels. Her first, team's eighth. Minute two to go here in the half. It's 28-7. to seven. Final Corn Palace game for the Mitchell Colonel girls tonight. <clears throat> this season, as Thuey... Misses both of them. Thuey 0-2 from the line. She has a couple of layups here in the second quarter for four points. Could be the final possession for Mitchell in this half. Down 28-7. Maddie Kemp in the right corner. Dribbles. Gets rid of it to Christensen with 15 to shoot. Christensen underneath. Putting some moves on her defender. No good. Underneath the basket. Rebound by Deckert. 30 seconds to go in this half. Brandon Valley, they've been quick to shoot. They work it around here to Deckert on the left wing. Now Barons has it underneath, and we finally get a foul. But it'll be on Hillary Barons as Siebert will take the charge. Barons will pick up her first personal. Flailing her arms and knocking Siebert to the ground. It'll be her first personal, only the fourth on Brandon Valley. Shot clock turned off, 15 seconds to go in the half. Colonels down 28-7. Aaliyah Howard has it on the right elbow, and it's tied up, and it's going to stay at the uh, stay to the Colonels here. Possession arrow towards Mitchell with just under 10 seconds to go. 
Again, boys game coming up next. They should tip off uh, just before 8 o'clock tonight. Brandon Valley and Mitchell boys, the second half of this doubleheader. Giblin drives right. Three seconds to go. Giblin puts it up. That one no good. That's how the first half is going to end with a 28-7 lead for Brandon Valley. The Lynx had a 20-5 lead at the end of one, and not many points were scored on either side in that second quarter as Brandon Valley had an 8-2 edge in that second quarter. Eight points for Atessa Boar for Brandon Valley, six for Hillary Behrens, uh, four for Sidney Thuey, and three points off the bench for Kennedy Deckert. Also three points for Ajada Metzger, three for Kylie Foss, and one point for Taylor Steeman. So all five of their starters have scored <clears throat> Excuse me for Brandon Valley tonight, and they also have uh, Metzger and Deckert with three points each off the bench. Meanwhile, for Mitchell with seven points, they've only made two shots. They've only had three players score in this first half. Taylor Giblin, she had a three-pointer to uh, kick the scoring off in that first quarter. Lauren Van Overshield had a layup for the only Mitchell points in the second quarter. And Caitlin Christensen, uh, she had a pair of free throws as well late in that uh, first quarter. So that's your scoring for both sides. Colonels at 9-9, and Brandon Valley at 14-4. and See a 28-7 lead here for Brandon Valley at the half. We'll check in uh, with some other scores from around the state. There's a There were a couple of double-A games here that were postponed here tonight because uh, of the uh, winter weather. So we'll get you updates uh, on those games as well. It's 28-7 here at the half. All Brandon Valley tonight. We're back in three minutes on KORN. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Coming up Friday night, the Colonels travel to Sioux Falls to take on O'Gorman in the regular season finale. The pregame show starts at 545. Tip off of the girls game at 6 o'clock, followed by the boys at 730. It's on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Mitchell Colonel Basketball tonight here live at the Corn Palace. I'm Travis Krenz, a Mitchell Girls trailing here to Brandon Valley at the half, 28 7. A couple of games postponed here uh, tonight across the state because of that winter weather. Uh, Roosevelt Girls at Pier, that will not happen tonight. They'll push that back to Saturday. And also, uh, number two, O'Gorman, they were supposed to make the trip to Huron uh, here tonight, but that game also will not happen. Instead, they'll play at 2.30 uh, tomorrow, or actually on Saturday, uh, that part of a uh, girls' and boys' doubleheader. So even though the Mitchell Colonels, they'll be done on, on a Friday night when they head to O'Gorman uh, for another 6 o'clock doubleheader, they'll have to wait until uh, four or five games are done on Saturday uh, to get those final seed points to see uh, where the Colonels' girls are going to go. Uh, for the Sodak 16 next Friday night. And we're the Mitchell boys. Who are, who are they going to host coming up next Saturday night in that Sodak 16? Elsewhere across the state uh, here tonight, again, not much action in AA with those uh, two other girls' games getting postponed and uh, pushed back to Saturday. Uh, right now, we're the only game going on right now with Brandon Valley leading Mitchell at the half by 21. Uh, Harrisburg hosting Watertown at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, Pier will be at Jefferson. Also uh, coming up, uh, Brookings will be at Yankton. And Douglas takes on Sturgis out west. Uh, we do have coverage tonight of region uh, basketball on uh, Corn Country 92-1. 
and on Q1073 with Shawn Michaels and Clint Greenway. So we've got a couple games coming up here. Uh, 7 o'clock uh, tip-offs tonight. Uh, the first game on Corn Country 92-1 will be a Region 5A contest. And number 4, Hanson, takes on the number 5 seed, Sanborn Central Woonsocket. Tip-off should be coming up in just about five minutes uh, from now on Corn Country 92-1. You can check that game out right now here in Mitchell. Also on Q1073 tonight, Mount Vernon Plankington, the three seed in Region 5A. They will take on the number six seed, Andy Central Dakota Christian. That game also at 7 o'clock tonight on today's best music, Q1073 here in downtown Mitchell. And the other quarterfinal game in Region 5A tonight, the two seed Parkston takes on the number seven seed, Bonhomme. So we had a couple of first round matchups last night, a couple of eight versus nine seed matchups across the state and now we get into the hearts of playoff basketball here in South Dakota with those quarterfinals all quarterfinal matchups here there were a couple games postponed uh, but for the most part uh, quarterfinals for class A girls and class B girls tipping off tonight here across the state Uh, keep you updated on those scores here throughout the rest of your night here in Mitchell we're at halftime Colonel girls losing to Brandon Valley 28 to 7 here during senior night We'll take one final time out here in the halftime show and come back with the second half. We're back in two and a half minutes on KORN. This is J.R. of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iverson's in Mitchell and Huron or online at iversonauto.com. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Basketball here tonight, the final regular season home games for the boys and girls. I'm Travis Krenz here. Mitchell Colonel's trailing at the half 28-7. Giblin, Van Overshield, and Howard out on the court for Mitch along with Siebert and Christensen. Brandon Valley with the ball. They've got Boar, Barons, Foss, Steeman, and Thuey. You have five on the floor here for the Lynx. Foss at the top of the key. Gives it off to Barons, who's double teamed by Howard and Van Overshield. Siebert comes up with the steal. Siebert with a wide open layup, and she hits it. There we go. Colonel's offense. Off to a much better start here, scoring in the opening seconds off the Sarah Siebert steal to make it 29 or 28 to 9. Siebert's first points tonight. Here's a three right wing for Brandon Valley. That's off the mark from Boar, a little bit short, but a long offensive rebound here. Second chance for Brandon Valley. Left corner, wide open three. They don't take it. Instead, they'll go to the right corner. Here to Foss. Now back to the left wing with 20 to shoot. They find uh, Thuey underneath. They kick it back out to Steeman. Now here's a three left wing. That one is in and out. No good by Tessa Boar. But another offensive rebound. Thuey has it underneath. It's knocked out of bounds. Last touched by Mitchell. So some good defense here by the Colonels. Again, they've only given up nine made field goals. I guess you can live with that. In that first half, meanwhile, the Colonels, they've only made three shots here in this ballgame. 6.45 to go. Another long possession here for Brandon Valley. This is their third opportunity. Foss with a three left wing, no good. A third offensive rebound. 
This layup is no good by Brandon Vanley underneath by Boar, and we'll have another opportunity with that ball out of bounds. Last touched by Mitchell. Feels like Brandon Valley's going to score here. This is their fourth opportunity. A three-pointer no good. Left wing by Foss, and Mitchell finally gets a rebound. Giblin on the rebound. Finds Aaliyah Howard underneath, and that's good. Aaliyah Howard on the layup. All five Colonels in the starting lineup have scored. Great uh, pass by Giblin from half court on the assists. Four straight points here for Mitchell to make it 28-11. Thuey underneath. This one left short. Thuey at 6-1. Left it short on the left corner. Underneath the basket. And we're going to get a foul here on Brandon Valley. First of the half. No, we're going to get a knock out of bounds. Excuse me. So no team fouls here. Two minutes gone by in this third quarter. It's 28-11. Brandon Valley. As Mitchell, they've scored four points here in this third quarter. They scored five in the first, two in the second. Van Overshield with a three. That one's too strong at the top of the key. No good. Hillary Barons with the rebound. She'll bring it up for Brandon Valley. Barons drives right side. It's blocked by Christensen, and the Colonels get it back. Giblin with the rebound. Nice block by Caitlin Christensen on the 6-1 Barons. This one knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Brandon Valley, so the Colonels. Keep possession here with 5.30 to go in this for a third quarter. 28-17, the Brandon Valley lead now down to 17. It was as big as 21 in that first half. Aaliyah Howard throwing it in with 29 on the shot clock. Got to get it in. Gets it into Van Overshield. A little bit too tall for her, and Steeman comes up with the steal. Fast break opportunity. Thuey loses it under the basket, but Brandon Valley keeps possession. Drive on the left side, now in the lane. They hand it off. Quick pass, a deep two in the left corner. That is good for Sidney Thuey. So Thuey, it's uh, 6-1. Long arms, has some range as well with that 18-foot jumper. From the left corner to finally get Brandon Valley on the board here in this second half. Now 32-11. Brandon Valley's lead back up to 19. Colonels moving across the Corn Palace floor here from right to left. They're white home jerseys tonight. Christensen stuck under the basket. Gives it off in the right corner to Aaliyah Howard. Howard tries to get it to Christensen, but it's knocked out of bounds. Last touched by Sidney Thuey of Brandon Valley with nine to shoot on the shot clock. Tessa Boar checks out for Brandon Valley as they bring in Jada Metzger. Metzger with three free throws in that first half. Giblin throws it in, eight seconds to shoot. Here's Siebert, three, right wing, no good. Rebound by Barons. Excuse me, Steeman on the rebound. Barons, three, left side, that is good. I think she's going to be pretty good up in Brookings here in a couple years. For the Jackrabbits, Hillary Barons with the three-pointer. Fourth of the night for Brandon Valley. It's now nine points for Hillary Barons. That overshield on the layup underneath. That one's no good. Coming up on four minutes to go here. It's 33-11. Layup uh, in the middle of the lane. That is good by Kylie Foss. She's got five points. And all of a sudden, a quick uh, quick 6-0 run for Brandon Valley. Their largest lead tonight up by 24 here at 35-11. We get another shot clock violation. Taylor Giblin. Slow to get up as uh, she'll stay in the ballgame. 
Aaliyah Howard checks out. Eddie Seamson out there, the eighth grader. Seamson has yet to score tonight. 3.50 to go here in this third quarter. 35-21, Brandon Valley, up by 24. Their largest lead tonight. Colonels got within 17 early in that third quarter. Metzger on the right corner. Now they give it to Thuey. Thuey throws it cross court to the top of the key to Foss. Now to Metzger, who fakes another three in the left corner. Kick out. Three, left corner no good by Thuey. Long rebound as she gets it. Not tips it away. Last touch by Thuey. So it'll go towards the Colonels on that long rebound that could have been for Brandon Valley. Substitution for the Lynx. Thuey will check out, and Taylor Steeman comes back in. 35-11, Brandon Valley with the lead, outscoring Mitchell here 7-4 in this third quarter here with just 3.15 to go in the third. Boys game up next. Colonel Boys looking to finish out the regular season home schedule with a win tonight. We get a foul on Brandon Valley first of this half. See a first on Jada Metzger as well. 3-10 to go. It's a 35-11. Brandon Valley leads. Seamson throws it in at half court to Van Overshield. Dribbling left, now behind the back. Right pushes it in the right wing to Seamson with 25 to shoot. Giblin now dribbles back to her right, gets it past, uh, gets it towards the free throw line. 18 to shoot for Mitchell. Giblin dribbling right, now in the right corner. Here's Van Overshield. She'll dribble left. She'll drive right side, and she'll uh, be fouled. Be a fresh shot clock here for Mitchell, 35 to shoot. Second foul on the Lynx in this third quarter. It's also the second on Jada Metzger. Colonel's offense has struggled here the past four games. they got to get something going here sooner in the shot clock. Got a couple of shot clock violations. Here's a three by Siebert. That one's no good on the right wing. Christensen with the putback. That is no good. Ben Overshield fights for the rebound. She'll get it. A third opportunity here for Mitchell. Siebert will drive right side. Layup left hand is no good. Colonel's had three opportunities there. Barons gets it to Steeman, and Steeman will go to the line to shoot two. This will be the first foul on Mitchell in this third quarter. 2.22 to go here on this February 22nd. Siebert picks up her third foul. Steeman to the line, misses her first. She'll get a second. It's 35-11, Brandon Valley up big here late this third quarter. Steeman, her second free throw is no good either. So Steeman just one of four from the line tonight. No points that trip down for the Lynx. Colonel's down 35-11 here with 2.10 to go in this third quarter. Siebert has it in front of her own bench on the right wing. Gets it to Van Overshield at the top of the key. It's stolen by Barons. Barons coast to coast. Layup is good. Hillary Barron's at 6-1. She's a junior. They'll be back next year, and she might be the best double-A player returning next year with Jackalinga winning Tonda. She's probably your best player this year for Washington. She's headed to Texas. Free throw line jumper off the mark by Siebert. No good here with a minute 35 to go in the third. 
Brandon Valley extending their lead here to 26. Layup left side, no good. When we get a foul underneath, that'll be on Barron's. Her second, and she charges into Mitchell, and we're slow to get up on that far side. Barron's picks up the charge as Van Overshield slow to get up. Very physical player. Van Overshield, the freshman, leaves it all out there. Minute 30 to go. It's the third foul on Brandon Valley, the second on Barron's. Colonels trailing 37 to 11. Here with just a minute 20 to go. And 20 points. That could be uh, could be a problem for Mitchell tonight. They only scored 18 last Tuesday at Sioux Falls, Washington. Giblin at the top of the key. Van Overshield right side wants to drive off glass. No good. Rebound tipped away. Rebound for Brandon Valley. And Hillary Barons with a minute to go. Siebert contacts her, wild shot, Barons lays it in left side. Falling out of bounds, and she'll nearly steal it here. Colonels get it back, Barons with a big quarter, she's got seven. Now with a game high 13, right around her average of 16 on the season for Brandon Valley. Van Overshield loses it, stolen by Barons here with 35 seconds to go. It's 39-11, Barons drives, leaves it off, layup is good. For Paisley Hoff. Hoff, the eighth. Brandon Valley player to score right now. It's all Brandon Valley now up by 30. With just 20 seconds to go here in this third quarter. Shot clock is turned off. See if Mitchell holds for final shot. Van Overshield at the top of the key. Dribbling right. Gets it to Van to uh, Giblin. Now at the free throw line to Christensen who will travel. Points to her pivot foot and says, I didn't move it. And they call her for the travel anyway here with eight seconds to go. 41-11. Brandon Valley up by 30. Six seconds to go. Barons will drive left side and we'll get a foul. And two free throws coming up here with 3.8 seconds remaining in the third. Just the second foul on Mitchell in this third quarter and the third on Van Overshield. Van Overshield with two points tonight. Picked up a couple early fouls. Has played well since then, not picking up her third here until late in the third quarter. Barons misses her first free throw. Line change for Mitchell here is Van Overshield, Seamson, and Siebert check out. Delaney Dagan, Howard, and Kempf check in. Barons at the line with a game-high 13 points. And she makes it 14 an eight-point quarter for Barons, who will check out here for Metzger. 3.8 seconds to go. Colonels trailing 42-11. Giblin gets it in. Shot does not count. And she made it from half court, but it doesn't count. 42-11. Brandon Valley up by 31 here at the end of three. We're back in 90 seconds with the fourth quarter at the Corn Palace. Ah. <sighs> Why am I so sore? There are everyday moments. Hey, hold the ladder! Hold the ladder! Yeah, that hurt. And there are epic moments. Slide! 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 Collins! Slide! Class of 1995! When a moment creates a health need, visit the experts at Avera Orthopedics. We're moving health forward so you can tell the story. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013. 
1490 and KORN Coming up Friday night, the Colonels travel to Sioux Falls to take on O'Gorman in the regular season finale. The pregame show starts at 545. Tip off of the girls game at 6 o'clock, followed by the boys at 730. It's on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNRadio.com. I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house, that's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. Fourth quarter here at the Corn Palace, a three in the right corner. That one is short by Brandon Valley. Rebound kicked around. Maddie Kemp comes up with it here for Mitchell. Colonel's trailing here 42-11. They turn it over. Try to get it to Delaney Dagan in the right corner. It's out of her reach for the Colonel turnover. It was 14-4. Brandon Valley went on a 14-4. That was their run. That was the third quarter points. 14 for Hillary Behrens. She leads the way tonight for Brandon Valley. The only player in double figures. Is at 42-11. Here with 7.15 to go. Thuey underneath. Right side way off the mark, but will pick up a foul. And Thuey to the line to shoot two. Caitlin Christensen. We'll pick up the third Colonel foul here of the second half. It's the third on Christensen. Five points for Mitchell in the first quarter, two in the second, and four in the third quarter for 11. Thuey at the line makes the first free throw. She's got seven. And this one in and out no good. So she's one of two from the line. Lead up to 32, largest uh, here tonight. Can the Colonels get up to 20? And they scored a season-high 18 points last Tuesday night. In Washington, they're going to need eight points here in this quarter to eclipse their season low. Christensen underneath, it gets blocked and knocked around. She loses it. Colonels come back with it, though. Maddie Kemp with the ball, and it will stay with Mitchell. Possession arrow towards the Colonels. 6.52 to go here. We are... Coming up here at 7-17. Boys game coming up here. I would assume boys game around 07-50 or so tonight. 6.45 here in the ball game. Colonels with a fresh shot clock. Kemp puts up a shot off glass. No good. Long two on the right wing. Fights for the rebound. Brandon Valley with the ball. They push it up. Right corner to Foss. Left corner. Three for Barons. Wide open. She leaves it short. But uh, she gets her own rebound here with 6.25 to go. Metzger with a three. That one's nearly an air ball. Way too strong on the right corner for Brandon Valley. But another offensive rebound. Here's a left corner three by Steeman. No good. But Barons, she'll drive and lay it in and hit hard. Another, again, three offensive rebounds uh, for Brandon Valley. That possession, that's also been a problem for the Colonels tonight. Barons lays it in. And she has her average of 16 points on the season. And Barron's outscoring Mitchell tonight, 16-11. Aaliyah Howard, she'll take a three at the top of the key. That one is short. Rebound by Thuey with 5.40 to go. It's 45-11. 
Layup good, count it, and the foul. Metzger with the and one. That makes it 47 at 211. As uh, Brandon Valley going to empty the bench here. Manny Kemp picks up her second foul. That's the fourth on Mitchell in this half. As Metzger will go to the line to shoot a pair. And that should be about it here for the Brandon Valley starters tonight with 5.40 to go. Uh, is everybody else coming in here? 16 points for Barons. She, of course, the best player out there. Her night is done. Metzger misses it. Howard with the rebound. 47-11 here. It's a 5-0 run in this quarter for Brandon Valley. This one knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Brandon Valley. Colonels will keep possession. All right, let's get to the lineup here for Brandon Valley and see who they got out there. Got out there number 14, Haley Bergen, 5'6", sophomore. Got number three, Kennedy Deckert. She's got a three-pointer. Got Paisley Hoff, the 5'9", sophomore. Got Riley Schlotman, Schlotman, a 5'7", junior. That one is good. Three-pointer for Siebert, her first of the night. Siebert now with five points to lead Mitchell, 47-14. Here's Bergen at the top of the key. She drives in the lane. She'll push it right side to Deckert. Also number 40, Rachel Spencer in the ballgame here for Brandon Valley, a 5'9 senior. So that should be the lineup here for Brandon Valley the rest of the way. Deckert with the three. The lefty hits in the right corner. Deckert with a couple of threes tonight. Five of them for Brandon Valley. 50-14 here, Brandon Valley with 4.30 to go in the ballgame. Van Overshield's pass to Giblin in the lane is tipped around and no good. That's another turnover by the Colonels. Bergen brings it up to 5'6 sophomore. Passes it right slide to Schlotman. Here's Spencer now to now in the right corner with 20 to shoot. Spencer in the left corner. Brandon Valley works it around the perimeter. 12 to shoot for the Lynx. 10-foot jumper right side, wide open, no good, but a rebound here for Spencer. Spencer puts it up on the left elbow from about eight feet out, also no good. Rebound for the Colonels. As Siebert brings it up with 3.50 to go. 50 to 14, Brandon Valley with the edge here late in this one. It was 5 to 3, and that was about as close as we got tonight. Siebert, three, this one no good in the right corner. <clears throat> Colonels with 83 pointers on the season. They've got two tonight. Layup left side, no good by Bergen. Another long rebound for Brandon Valley. 3.20 to go. It's a 36-point lead here for the Lynx. They'll improve to 15-4 and four on the season. They should lock down that number four seed here in the Sodak 16 next week. Three right wing for Schlotman. That is good. Riley Schlotman off the bench, a 5'7 junior. And the Colonels, they will empty out their bench as well. Oh, Siebert had five points tonight. Giblin had three. Aaliyah Howard with two. Van Overshield and Christensen also had two points for Mitchell. As all five starters scored here for the Colonels. Kira Hofer checks in, 5'2", junior. She brings it up. 
We also get to see number 33. She is not on the program tonight. Cadence Halverson will check in. Turnover Mitchell. They throw it out of bounds underneath the basket. Delana Hinkle is in the ballgame. 2.40 to go. Colonel Straley now 53-14. to 39-point lead for Brandon Valley with two and a half minutes to go. Spencer has it left side for the Lynx. And here's Deckert, 15 to shoot. Both teams just kind of running this clock down. Deckert cross-court pass to Spencer right side. She connects. Rachel Spencer, the 5'9 senior with the headband, hits from the right wing. That makes it 56-14. to 14. It's a 42-point lead. Colonels work around to Hofer on the left wing here with 20 to shoot. Under two minutes to go here, 56-14. Brandon Valley with the lead. <clears throat> Hofer at the top of the key, dribbling right now with 10 to shoot. Hofer. Top of the key, minute 45 to go. Five to shoot. Can Hofer put it up? She'll get it over to Helverson. Helverson for three. That one's no good. Colonels with the rebound. Hinkle with the long board. And we get a foul underneath. Here with a minute 35 to go. Checking in for Mitchell. Freshman Delaney Zoss. We've seen Zoss here a couple times on the varsity. She's a freshman at 5'9". She'll check in with a minute 35 to go. Fourth foul on Brandon Valley, and that was the first on Spencer. Colonels get it in. They get it into Zoss underneath the basket. Right wing, right corner. Now they work around to Hofer. Helverson on the left elbow. Minute 25 to go. 25 to shoot for Mitchell. They may have maybe one more possession left. Minute 20 to go. Colonels trailing 56-14. to 14. They wrap up the season at O'Gorman next Friday night. Zoss off the mark, left side. She'll put it back up and good. Freshman Delaney Zoss with the basket. The sixth Colonel to score. First one off the bench tonight. 56-16. Here's a three at the top of the key for Brandon Valley. No good. Zoss, she gets the rebound. 50 seconds to go here. It's a 40-point lead at 56-16. Zoss right side. This one is good. Delaney Zoss with the back-to-back baskets. And if she doesn't look out here, she may lead the team in scoring tonight after playing only 90 seconds. Spencer a three in the left corner. That one is no good. Colonels will get one more shot at it here with 30 seconds to go at 56-18. Siebert with five points. Giblin with three. Delaney Zoss with four. Zoss checked in a minute ago. Give her the ball. See if she can get one more basket and maybe lead Mitchell in scoring tonight. Zoss at the top of the key. She's got it. Now they get it underneath here with 14 seconds left. Three by Hofer, left corner. That one is no good. Rebound for Brandon Valley. That's the way this one should end tonight. 56-18. to 56-18. That is your final. Colonels, they tie a season low. They scored 18 points. At Sioux Falls, Washington last Tuesday night, and they match it tonight with another 18-point effort. Colonels have lost four in a row. They're at 9-10. They'll be at Sioux Falls O'Gorman coming up uh, to, on Friday night to wrap up the regular season. Brandon Valley improves to 15-4. and four. 
We're back in uh, three minutes. Culver's postgame show up next. And the boys game coming up here in about 20 minutes. Back in three minutes on KORN. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. This is Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball here tonight, your Culver's postgame show. Colonels, they dropped their fourth straight game after that eight-game winning streak. They're now 9-10 and 10 on the season with the 56-18 loss here tonight. 56-18, it was 20-5 at the end of the first quarter. Brandon Valley, they led at the half, 28-7. And they had a 42-11 lead at the end of that third quarter. Mitchell, they scored five points in the first quarter. Two in the second, four in the third, and they scored seven points in that fourth quarter. Five points for Sarah Siebert tonight to lead the way for Mitchell. She had one of their two three-pointers, Taylor Giblin with the other. Giblin, she had the first basket of the night for Mitchell. And Mitchell, they had, uh, let's see, seven made field goals here on the night. Delaney Zoss, she came off the bench, had a couple of uh, layups underneath. She had four points. Lauren Van Overshield with two, and Caitlin Christensen with a couple of free throws in that first quarter for her two points. That's how Mitchell ended up with 18 tonight. For Brandon Valley, they got 16 points from the All-Stater Hillary Barons, the 6-1 junior future Jack Rabbit. She should uh, do pretty well up in Brookings. She had 16 points tonight. Eight points for Tessa Boar. Boar scored all eight of those points in that first quarter, and was pretty quiet after that. Six points off the bench for Kennedy Deckerts. Also uh, seven points for Sydney Thuey, their 6-1 uh, center. Also five points for Kylie Foss. Three for Riley Schlotman. Three for Jada Metzger. And two for Paisley Hoff. And one free throw here for Taylor Steeman. So nine Brandon Valley Lynx players score tonight here in their 56-18 victory. Elsewhere across the state, uh, one other girls game to give you an update on here. Halfway through the uh, second quarter. Oh, thank you. Halfway through the uh, second quarter in Harrisburg tonight. Watertown ahead of Harrisburg, 22-15. Uh, that's a big game as far as Mitchell is concerned. Mitchell can basically wrap up the uh, number 11 seed if Harrisburg loses tonight. Again, uh, very, very close between uh, Mitchell and Harrisburg, but you leave all doubt out of it. If Watertown beats Harrisburg tonight, Mitchell pretty much assured of that 11 seed heading into next week, which honestly would not be uh, would not be a bad thing heading into the Sodak 16 next Friday night. So good news for Mitchell. If you're a Colonel fan, you want Watertown uh, to beat Harrisburg coming up tonight. See if we can get some uh, scores here from around uh, those uh, region games in Class A tonight. Couple games on Q107 and on Corn Country 92-1. Yep, we've got uh, Hanson leading Sanborn Central Woonsocket at the half. That's a 26 to 19 lead for Hanson, and uh, we've got uh, Mount Vernon Plankington up by eight over Andy Central Dakota Christian. That's 27 to 19. Mount Vernon Plankington up by eight at the half over ACDC. 
Uh, plus, potential upset here late first half in Parkston tonight. The Trojans down to Bonholm, 21-19. So Bonholm looking to pull the upset as the number seven seed. So we've got coverage of those games right now. Uh, the Hanson-Sanborn Central Woonsocket game right now with Clint Greenway on Corn Country 92-1 here in Mitchell. That's 26-19 at the half. And Mount Vernon Plankington leading Andy Central Dakota Christian by eight at the half. Sean Michaels has that game for you right now on Q1073. And we've got one more uh, broadcast here. Regular season coming up. We will be at Sioux Falls O'Gorman coming up on Friday. Again, girls game at 6 o'clock, followed by the boys after that around 7.45. So we'll wrap up the regular season coming up here on Friday night at Sioux Falls O'Gorman. Tonight, Colonel girls, they lose 56-18. to For Max Moore back in the studio, Travis Crins at the Corn Palace. We'll see you at O'Gorman coming up on Friday. You've been listening to coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Coverage of the Colonels was brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Irish and Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Mitchell Roofing and Siding, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This has been a copyrighted broadcast of Mitchell Colonel Basketball. It's a property of Nedved Media, LLC, solely for the entertainment and non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this event, including a charge for listening, without the express written consent of Nedved Media, LLC, is strictly prohibited. This has been a sports presentation of KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, KORN Mitchell, a division of Nedved Media, LLC.